You're listening to the Talking Rheumatology Research Podcast, brought to you by the British Society for Rheumatology. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rheumatology Podcast. I am Latika Gupta, social media editor for Rheumatology. I'm also a rheumatologist and immunologist based out of the West Midlands and Manchester in the UK. We have with us today Dr. Nakashima and Dr. Sasai from the lovely city of Kyoto in Japan. And they're also the lead authors for the manuscript entitled A New Autoantibody to Valyl Transfer RNA Synthetase Associated with Antisynthetase Syndrome. Hello, Dr. Nakashima and Sasai. Could you please introduce yourselves to our audience? Hello, thank you, Latika. Uh, thank you for inviting me. It's a great honor to be here. I'm Ran Nakashima, Assistant Professor of Rheumatology and Clinical Immunology, Graduate School of Medicine, Kyoto University. I'm a physician scientist and interested in clinical and basic research of idiopathic inflammatory myopathy, especially it's one of the most important complications in testicular lung disease. Thank you for inviting us to this great opportunity. I am Tsuneo Sasai, staff of rheumatology and clinical immunology of Kyoto University Hospital. I am also a physician scientist and interested in disease-specific autoantibody. So I'd like to discover more autoantibodies in rheumatic disease. Fascinating. I understand that you describe a new autoantibody in this lovely paper, and this new antibody is potentially associated with a unique type of antisynthetase syndrome. Very exciting indeed. Can you tell us a bit more about this? Thank you, Latika. Uh, Anti-amino acid tRNA synthetase, ARAC antibodies, are the most frequent myositis specific autoantibodies, and there are mainly six types of autoantibodies. That is HGO1, PR7, PR12, EJ, OJ, and KS antibodies. Patients who have anti-ARAC antibody often show characteristic clinical features named as antisynthetase syndrome, ASSD. That is myositis, ILD, polyarthritis, diagnosed phenomenon, fever, and mechanics hands. Patients with ASSD don't always show all these six symptoms, but ILD is the most prevalent symptom during the disease course, and it affects more than 80% of NGRS-positive patients. The diagnosis of ASSD have usually been made by anti-ARS positivity, and one or more of the clinical features of the six symptoms of the syndrome. However, the decision method of anti-ARS antibodies hasn't been internationally standardized. Different kinds of detection methods have been used in daily clinical practice in different countries. Although, originally, the gold standard method for anti-ARS antibodies is RNA, or protein immunoprecipitation assay. But IB assays often need some technical proficiency, labor intensiveness, and time consumption. 
And so screening for anti-ARS using IPSA is limited to facilities with technology and manpower. In an institute, screening for autoantibodies using IPSA has been conducted from 20 years ago, and more than 5,000 patients have been screened. In RNA-IPSA, anti-ARS antibodies are determined by precipitating low-molecular RNA corresponding to transfer RNAs. The type of anti-ARS is determined by comparing transfer RNA precipitation pattern with standard serum. But there are rare cases that precipitate different transfer RNA patterns from those previously reported. In fact, there are 20 kinds of ARSs in eukaryotes. And so it may be reasonable to think there are new anti-ARS antibodies that react to other ARSs than the previously reported antigens. For example, a few case reports on antibodies to other ARSs have actually been reported, such as anti-ZO and the anti-HAR antibody. That is anti-phenylalanine, transpyrene synthetase, and the anti-tyrosyl RNA synthetase, respectively. Therefore, we are convinced that there are other new anti-ARS antibodies and decided to identify the corresponding new ARS antigens. Furthermore, we decided to explore whether such new anti-ARS antibodies have also clinical meanings as ASSD. Thank you very much. That was very insightful. So uh, in this case report, could you please outline what are your key findings and what does it mean for myositis clinicians? In this report, we, we identify a new antibody against viral tRNA synthesis as ASD-specific autoantibody. The patient of case report was suffer from fever, Reynolds phenomenon, myalgia, and arthralgia. Myalgia came from myopathy, which was diagnosed by weakness of proximal muscle, increased creatine phosphokinase, and findings of needle electromyography, image of MRI, and muscle biopsy. This patient showed no respiratory symptom, but had interstitial lung disease with a pattern classified as a non-specific interstitial pneumonia. These findings, fever, renal phenomenon, arthralgia, myopathy, and interstitial lung disease were compatible to clinical features of SSD. You know, there are no established criteria of SSD, but these findings were definitely meet the presentative criteria such as reported by corners or salmon. I think the diagnosis of ASSD in this case is convincing. The patient's serum showed positive of fluorescent antinuclear antibody with cytoplasmic pattern. In RNA immunoprecipitation, the patient's serum showed strange band, strange band which were corresponding to tRNA, but not much to previously reported anti-ARS antibodies. We speculated this patient who was already diagnosed SSD might have novel anti-ARS antibody. In protein immunoprecipitation, 
This here revealed a band corresponding to approximately 140 kilodalton, which were heavier than previously reported other anti-ARS antibodies. Among the 20 types of ARS enzymes, virality RNA synthesis was listed as a candidate again candidate antigen based on 140 kilodalton. So we hypothesized this novel band represented an anti-virality RNA synthesis antibody. In fact, the serum reacted with recombinant VRS protein using an in vitro transcription and translation system using a PET21A positive vector carrying viral cDNA. From the above, we concluded these SSD patients have antivirality RNA synthesis antibody. This patient also coexisted a cancer of an unknown origin. CT scan revealed a swollen mediastinal lymph node, which was pathologically diagnosed diagnosed as an undifferentiated carcinoma. We were trying to detect the primary origin by FDG PET and various immunohistochemical analysis of the lymph node, but we did not identify the origin. At the current moment, the association of the novel anti-ARS antibody and malignancy is unclear. Antibody RNA synthesis antibody might be induced by carcinoma, or this novel anti-ARS antibody may be strongly associated with malignancy, although the association between SSD and malignancy have been remained controversial nowadays. We can't conclude the relation between this novel anti-ARS antibody and malignancy from only this case. That's lovely. Thank you so much. Can you please outline the take-home message and what this means for the future of antisynthetase syndrome in general, and also specifically cancer and myositis? Anti-ARS antibodies are expected to include all the antibodies that react with the ARS antigens other than those previously reported as mycetes specific. In recent years, ASSD has been established as a disease concept, but there is no international consensus on its definition. If the existence of anti-ARS antibody is one of the important items defining ASSD, we have to know whether only the limited types of anti-ARS antibodies are significant and which assays should be used for anti-ARS detection and how reliable such assay systems are. From this point of view, accumulation of such case reports is important. Now, an international multicenter clinical study named CLASS project, supported by SCR and Europe, is currently underway. In this project, a large database has been constructed gathering clinical information and samples of patients all, all over the world. And the researchers are trying to develop new definitions or classifications of ASSD. In such a global trend, reporting atypical cases of ASSD is considered to have important implications for future validation and review of classification criteria. And of course, for patient management in daily clinical practice. Thank you. Indeed, that uh, we all would wait eagerly for the results of the class project. Thank you, Ran, and thank you, both of you, for joining us today. Goodbye to all of you until we come back to discuss the findings of the class project at another point. Thank you for listening to Talking Rheumatology Research, brought to you by BSR. Please do rate, share and subscribe through your favourite podcast app.